welcome to the ninth episode of Dear Proverbs Woman. My name is Shanjay and I am the voicing creator behind the podcast. In today's episode, we will be learning about the power of obedience. But before we get started, if you would like more content and updates, please take this time to follow our Facebook and Instagram page at Dear Proverbs Woman. Now ladies, find a comfy place, turn your volume up, and let's learn what it is to be a Proverbs Woman. Hello everyone, I hope everybody is doing wonderful. I know I am doing pretty great myself today. So as you know, I often emphasize the importance of how we should obey God. The reason obedience is so important is because obedience demonstrates a reverence for the Lord. This word today is going to be packed with a lot of information. So make sure to grab a pen and paper so you can take notes because understanding obedience is super important and I don't want you guys to miss anything. Y'all know I love to define words, so my first word to define today is obedience. The biblical meaning of obedience, according to the Greek translation, means to trust and to hear God's word and act accordingly. That means in order to be obedient to God, we need to trust him, number one, and number two, hear his word, so we need to listen to God, and then act, meaning to carry out and do what he tells us to do. This ties back into that word reverence that I mentioned earlier. Reverence is an act of showing profound love and respect. Reverence and obedience are both verbs, so we have to practice the action behind showing God love, respect, and trust, which is done through our obedience. As we learned in the last podcast, there is power in not only our words, but our actions as well. And you already know what time it is, it's Bible verse time. So let's look at Jeremiah 11, 6 through 8, so we can understand the consequence of our disobedience. Jeremiah 11, 6 through 8 states, The Lord said to me, Proclaim all these words in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Listen to the terms of this covenant and follow them. From the time I brought your ancestors up from Egypt until today, I warned them again and again, saying, Obey me. But they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed the stubbornness of their evil hearts. So I brought on them all the curses of the covenant I had commanded them to follow, but that they did not keep. This verse is one of many examples of when God has commanded us, specifically his people, to follow his instructions and we did not obey him, but instead we decided to live in sin and ignore his instruction. But what we learned from this is that through disobedience, which was born through sin, that with disobedience we are also brought destruction through a curse. Mind you, God also tells Jeremiah that the curse was brought due to a covenant which was made. And a covenant is defined as being a promise, and we know that we serve a God that does not break his promises. So it wasn't just with Judah and Jerusalem, but for everybody, that if we do not obey his commands, then we bring onto ourselves a curse out of our act of disobedience. Do not let your sin and disobedience bring a curse onto you or your children. Yes, your children will be affected as well. The Lord says he punishes up to the third and fourth generation for the sins of the parent who disobeys. However, the curse becomes broken according to Deuteronomy 5, 9 through 10 for those that obey the Lord. 
The destruction that's over your life from your disobedience or even your parents can be reversed, but you have to obey God. You have to show your love and respect for him by following the instructions that he gives you personally and through his word. However, if we do make a mistake, through repentance, we can be forgiven. So if you mess up, it's okay. You need to repent, meaning you have to turn away from what caused your disobedience and get back on track. Alrighty, now that we know the consequence of disobedience, let's understand what an example of biblical obedience is. So if you don't know, Exodus is about God leading the Israelites out of Egypt into their promised land. Throughout this journey, God supplied the Israelites well with all of their needs and gave them instructions to follow in order to take habitation of their promised land. There are four powerful words that sum up what obedience is, and those four words are, as the Lord commanded. As I was studying Exodus, I kept seeing the phrase, as the Lord commanded, and I didn't think much of it. But as I reread those four words, as the Lord commanded, I realized that this was a powerful statement to represent the Israelites' obedience to what the Lord was instructing them to do. Every time the Lord commanded or told them to do something, they would do it. Then in Exodus 40:33, it says, And so Moses finished the work. Moses did not bring his work into completion until he had finished everything the Lord commanded him to do. This applies to our life as well. We are not done doing God's work until we have done everything. And I'll say that word again, everything that the Lord has told us to do. Also, God is so good that he demonstrates to us in Deuteronomy 28 how our obedience will lead to our reward. Being a Christian and following God wholeheartedly is a constant conscious decision that we do every day. We have to constantly analyze our lives to see what areas we can improve in. With that said, what areas of your life do you need to be obedient in? Maybe you've been instructed by God to start a business and you haven't. Or maybe he's told you to leave a relationship and you're still struggling to get out of it. Regardless of what it is, we have a God that is here for us and wants us to listen to him because he already knows what we need and even what we want. And that is a part of obedience also. It's about trusting God to know that he has our back so we can follow him without any hesitation. Lastly, I want us to look at Deuteronomy 13, 3 through 4. It says, The Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love him with all your heart and with all your soul. It is the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere. Keep his commands and obey him. Serve him and hold fast to him. So starting today, whatever it is that God has personally commanded you to do, you need to start doing it. Right now, you need to start doing it. That also goes for the things that he's instructed us to do in the Bible as well. You need to start doing it. Yes, it's going to be hard because you're breaking those old habits, but we have to stay obedient in order to be blessed, complete our assigned work, show our respect and love to God, and to keep ourselves from destruction. Now, before I let you go, 
I would like to say that we should not be serving God only for the blessings or the reward, but we should be following him because we love him. Yes, the blessings are a plus, but it shouldn't be the only reason that we choose to follow God. So as I always say, this podcast is not just a podcast, but I would like it to be a community as well. So if you have any questions or you simply just want to reach out, you can head on over to my Instagram page, which is at Dear Proverbs Woman, and you are more than welcome to send me a message. Now, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful day and may God bless us all.